As I said this morning, this afternoon, we're going to um, introduce another uh, form of practicing metta, which is uh, perhaps uh, more familiar or uh, more well-known. Um, and just a reminder you know, of this quality of metta, of friendliness, of goodwill, of well-wishing, loving intention, you know, all these different words. Uh, benevolence is another one. That's Tanisa Rabiku's goodwill. Anyway, benevolence is another beautiful one. That wanting, wanting good for another or for ourselves. And a reminder, this is a way of relating that we're cultivating. Um, and I said it last night, but to say again, sometimes we don't really believe this. We think, no, I'm not a kind person. <laughs> It's already in us. Yeah. It's actually, um, you know, this potential is in every uh, living being. Um, and we know it in particular uh, situations. Uh, we know it both uh, as something that uh, we experience in ourselves. We also know it uh, from, other, from how others um, may uh, have on occasion. Listen to us or seen us, uh, wanted something good for us. I always um, say my first meta teacher was my granddad. <laughs> yeah. A very religious, very observant Jew. Um, but when it came to his grandchildren, there were no laws and rules, and my grandmother used to get very cross with him. <laughs> because he uh, used to go with him. This is just one story. You'll forgive me. When I think about him, you see how happy I get. Uh, we used to sometimes go with him very, very early, like four or five o'clock in the morning on a Friday to buy the, the special bread for the Sabbath from the bakery. You know, they lived in Jerusalem. And, you know, you're not supposed to touch it until Friday evening when you welcome the Sabbath. But we would sit there smelling this, you know, wonderful fresh bread and looking at it and smelling it. And he could see how much we wanted. And he would sneak us <laughs> a piece, um, you know, out of just that sense of, of, of real love and uh, wanting the best, you know. Maybe it's not the best example, but never mind. But that kind of kindness that uh, he had towards us, it wasn't towards everybody, I have to say, wasn't an easy man, yeah, towards other people, not towards his wife, not towards his children, but towards his grandchildren, he was, yeah, so we can kind of sometimes think of that as an example, that it can be there, as that towards somebody, yeah, we know it, we know it, and, um, part of our practice with metta is just to, first of all, acknowledge that in honor, that in ourselves, that this is something that uh, is possible for us. And then to find that root in and to cultivate. I used that image of a seed yesterday. It's like we find the seed and then we, we tend to it. We tend to it, we tend to it, we care for it. As best we can and sometimes 
you know, it really flourishes and sometimes it feels like it might not be. But the beautiful thing about seeds is they can last a long time. Yeah. And in the right conditions, they, they flourish. So it's something already in, in us and something that we can then bring particular intention of cultivation. Yeah. And this beautiful agricultural world, word to cultivate, yeah. to tend to the soil. to do the best we can to bring the best conditions so that uh, something can flourish. And so as as we've been saying, it's an attitude that we can uh, bring to any type of experience, any moment of experience, our internal experience, our external experience. So, you know... I said that today with the rain, you know, there can be a sense of, oh, you know, it's not particularly what I like, (laughs) this cold and wet. Uh, But we can also think, ah, but it's so good for the plants. So good for the plants, it's so good for the earth. And so we're bringing that attitude of metta towards, of care, of appreciation, towards something or someone else. And if we kind of pay attention, we see that it changes how we feel. It changes how we feel. So we can bring it into any moment of experience and we can do that just as an as a attitude like we've been doing so far. Yeah. Welcoming, welcoming uh, breath or sound, welcoming our experience with that sense of goodwill. Mm-hmm. Something, one way of practicing that we can um, explore. And we can also uh, do it through the kind of traditional practice that has come to us. It's about, uh, came, came to be around 500 years after the Buddha. So his meditation instructions were, you know, sit there and radiate metta in all directions. <laughs> Which is a wonderful meditation instruction. It's another way of doing it. Um, but then, you know, human beings like us, uh, practicing, practicing, exploring, being creative, um, said, okay, you know, 500 years later, let's break it down a little bit, um, kind of make it a little bit more methodical, perhaps, and uh, cultivate it uh, through this way. So there's um, tradition of 2,000 years of doing this practice in this way, which is to use, first of all, particular beings, so not just radiating in all directions, but actually bringing to mind a particular being and radiating the matter to them. So I'll go into that a little bit more in a moment. Um, and then using a, a vehicle like we were doing this morning. So phrases or a felt sense or an image that can kind of carry the metta for us, be a vehicle for the metta for us. And I'll say a bit more about that as well in a moment. So we're talking a lot about metta as a way of relating, and often metta and its sisters are referred to as heart practices. Um, I I like to emphasize mind-heart practices, and they're also practices of wisdom. Sometimes we, we kind of make this separation between heart and mind or between the heart and the wisdom. Um, These are not separate. 
they're not separate. Uh, so it's a wisdom practice, and part of the wisdom in it is this understanding that we build up gradually. Mm. And we start with where we, we are. You know, we may kind of have this deep aspiration to embody metta like someone like the Dalai Lama does. Yeah. And that's a beautiful aspiration. Right? People like, um, like him or Mother Teresa or, you know, there can be many in the world that uh, symbolize that for us or embody that for us and we can be inspired by them. But we don't carry that into an expectation that I need to be like that right now. But I start with where I am. I work uh, with my own particular conditions as the ground for the cultivation. And we also work in a, an, at an appropriate pace. Yeah, so we're not in a race. It's a slow spaceship that we're on. We're not, it's not a race. Uh, it's really about laying the ground, laying the ground, working gradually, building up. Uh, at, at the pace that's appropriate for each of us. So we begin with what is easy. We begin with what's accessible for us with meta practice. And from there, uh, we, we build up. And the image that we often use, which is a good image today on a day like this, is like building a fire. So if you imagine that, you know, we, we had a nice wood burner in the middle here using... Um, sustainable wood chips, um, then, uh, okay, let's forget about the wood chips so they don't work in the analogy. <laughs> we had a wood burner uh, and we had to go and collect wood to build a fire in it. We wouldn't actually go and bring the big, wet, soggy logs that are lying around yeah. after the rain. We, or we would, but we wouldn't put them in first. We would put in the dry kindling and we would build up gradually. So that's the image. It's like building a fire. We use what's easy for us, what's accessible for us, and we gradually over time, and it can be over a long time, uh, we build up to include all beings. That's where it's going, include all beings uh, in that uh, warming, radiant fire of metta, a loving fire of metta. Sometimes uh, doing this practice can feel really good, and some of you may know that. It can feel very nourishing, it can bring joy, uh, it can bring peace, uh, it can feel very good. If that happens at any point, enjoy it. Yeah? Don't rush. Take time to enjoy it, to bathe in it, to really soak that in. Um, sometimes it doesn't feel good emotionally. Yeah? That can be, it's part of the practice. We're meeting edges, just like with anything else that we learn. Um, and that's really okay. We remember that it's a cultivation and a building of intention. And so that's what we come back to. We're sowing the seeds, sowing the seeds and cultivating uh, the ground of metta. And we kind of bring some sense of perseverance um, combined with that metta intention to the practice. Traditionally, in the uh, traditional way of practicing metta, um, we begin with ourselves. Uh, we begin with this uh, understanding or acknowledgement uh, that we wish to be happy. And actually, that's what brings us to practice. Yeah. We're here 
out of a wish for happiness and well-being and that our own happiness and well-being is an important aspect of how we show up in the world. So we acknowledge that. Um, and that's the tradition. It may seem to be in contradiction to what I said before, which is we start with the easy. It's not always easy for us to bring metta to ourselves. For some of us, that may be the most challenging. So we acknowledge that and we um, give permission to prioritize beginning with what is easy and accessible. That's what we begin with. That's how I'm going to guide the practice now. Uh, we begin with an easy being and then we'll come to the self. And if, the self, uh, if yourself still feels too tough, remember you go at your own pace so you can uh, continue with the easy uh, the easy being um, until it feels like, okay, let's try again. Mm-hmm. So over time, the practice expands and includes everyone. And just some examples of who the easy being can be. So sometimes um, we immediately think, you know, of the people that are closest to us. Yeah. And for some of us, yes, that will be the easy. Uh, sometimes those relationships are a little bit complex or a lot complex, and <laughs> we'll kind of, you know, think of, I don't know, think of my partner and then remember our, you know, most recent argument. Mm-hmm. You know, not very metaphor. So, you know, having humor, having lightness, uh, just taking a little bit of time to feel who, who is the, the person for whom, or the being for whom it's relatively easy, um, or the most easy, to feel that sense of well-wishing and care. Uh, many times for some of us it might be uh, young creatures uh, that bring that up more effortlessly uh, or wild creatures or non-human beings often also. You know, our pets, the birds, the rabbits. Um, yeah, I'm not going to say the cats because there's a couple of cats that come here and I'm always a bit suspicious of them. But if you like cats, then by all means... I do like cats, but in this environment, I'm a little bit suspicious about what they're doing here. Um, But anyway, let's have a pause for humor. Um, Yeah, so taking some time to feel. And sometimes it's actually, just to name it, it's the easy person, maybe someone who we don't actually know very well also. Yeah, it just uh, can be... Just somebody who we feel like, ah, there's something uh, just not complicated in the relationship and I can easily feel that just like me, they want to be happy and wish that uh, for them. And then last thing to, to say is the vehicle for the meta practice. So it can be that it's just the attitude in the felt sense, very similar to what we were doing this morning. Just a sense of warmth, a sense of care that we can connect to and we're just radiating that or sending that um, or bathing uh, ourselves or the other being with that. Um, Just a felt sense. That might be the the best uh, vehicle for you. It may be that uh, what works for you is what I'll be offering, which is the traditional way of using phrases and with the phrases a real encouragement to change them if you wish to simplify them I'm going to offer four phrases you can just choose to use one 
you can shorten it to just single words. Uh, by all means, feel free to change the language. Uh, if there's a language that's closer to you, uh, that's more natural for you than, than English. Um, so really feel free to play with them and to also maybe find, you know, sometimes people come to me after and say, you know, I really don't resonate with, you know, may you be safe or may you be peaceful or whatever I, I'm offering. Don't struggle, you know, drop it. You don't need to use that phrase. You can use a different one. You don't need to use any of the phrases that I suggest. You can find uh, ones that work for you. Yeah. It's important that you do, that you kind of have a sense of resonance um, and authority over your practice. So we might use a felt sense, we might use uh, phrases, we might use images. And we kind of use that open door today, but it might be something else, you know, a sense of, um, you know, welcoming someone to the fire. Uh, or uh, someone once told me she imagines um, giving uh, people or beings a bouquet of flowers. You know, so we might be handing someone a flower as a way, just that image of metta, that image of, yeah, here's something beautiful for you. Um, we might go back to that um, invitation of the Buddha to radiate metta and imagine like a, a sun yeah, in the center of our being radiating that quality to, uh, to whoever we're directing it towards at that that moment so we can see we have some agency for creativity in the practice as well and the very last thing to say um, is that it can be helpful again because you can see this this practice can lend itself to creativity uh, but it can then can get quite complicated for us and so we're remembering also the simplicity and to support the simplicity um, you know, we bring in an easy being and we just stay with one easy being. Yeah, sometimes others will pop <laughs> and kind of, and we might start to feel guilty. Oh, why am I only giving it to this person and not to all these other beings that equally deserve? Um, and we just kind of let them be there and uh, trust in the practice. We're not really depriving anyone as, as we're directing it uh, towards someone in particular. Okay. So let's practice and feel free to check in with the posture and adjust it in any way that's helpful. begin as we've done up till now with taking some time to establish the awareness in the body. So adjusting the posture in whatever ways is needed, doing that with an attitude of kindness and interest that we've been cultivating.
softening the awareness through the body and allowing it, inviting it to gather and collect in the sensations of contact, body and seat, body and ground. Feeling the base of the body through that contact. Stability and grounding. And from that groundedness, that rootedness, letting the awareness to open and soften through the whole space of the body. that we have a sense of the whole body an awareness open and spread through the whole body space And through the practice, we will continue as much as we can to be attuned to the awareness in the body, grounded in the body and in this sense of a soft and open awareness through the body.
and inviting into the space of awareness. Inviting someone, some being for whom it is relatively easy to feel a sense of care, of kindness, of well-wishing, of goodwill. Just take a little while to open the awareness and to see who arises. Whoever that is, whatever being arises, letting them arise in awareness and getting a sense of them. It may be, if you're visual, the visual image, it may be the feeling that you have around them. Just opening to their presence. beginning to direct or send the meta intention towards this other being using the phrases that I'll be offering or felt sense and image anything that works for you May you be happy. May you be peaceful. May you be safe and well.
May you live with ease. May you be happy. May you be peaceful. May you be safe and well. May you live with ease. Just again and again, over and over. Just directing that meta intention at your own pace also and your own rhythm. You're radiating kindness. You're holding the other in kindness and care. May you be happy. May you be peaceful.
May you be safe and well. May you live with ease. And if it's possible for you, if it feels helpful, letting go of this being, the easy being. Bringing that sense of well-wishing, of goodwill, of kindness towards yourself. Tuning in to that basic wish that has brought you here, wish to be well and happy, content and at peace. In whatever way you were letting the matter flow to the other just now, Bringing that towards yourself, the phrases, the image, the felt sense. Checking in that you're still soft and open through the body. And that awareness is soft and open through the body. May I be happy. May I be peaceful. May I be safe and well.
May I live with ease. Over and over, bathing body, heart and mind. The intention of metta. May I be happy and peaceful. safe and well. May I be at ease. Soaking in that intention. An intention for your own well-being. Letting it nourish your heart and mind. At the same time, nourishing it as you give it your attention. Letting the whole being be bathed in metta. And letting the being also radiate matter in all directions. May all beings in all directions be happy and peaceful.
May all beings in all directions be safe and well. May all beings everywhere be at ease, be free. So feel free to work with this practice as a primary practice if it resonates with you um, or a mix between the different ways of practicing. And you can also bring it into the walking. So as you walk, um, you can either have a sense of the metta being directed to yourself or you can... Uh, imagine the being, another being, a different being that you're sending metta to uh, and you're walking towards them and offering the phrases, offering the intention as you're walking towards them. It can be a very beautiful way of practicing. And uh, yeah, the metaphor grounds of Gaia House are there still cold but not so wet so encouragement if you wish feeling also you know we can play with our perception in many ways but we can feel the cold as well as like a something that energizes and invigorates us and uh, equally the opportunity to practice walking or movement indoors if that's your preference is as welcome so See if we can enjoy the practice to some degree at least. And we'll be back here for uh, a sitting stillness practice at four o'clock. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.